right? All right, you guys can go ahead and, and get started. Okay, so hello. Hi Sloan. Hello, hi, hi. Sloan. How have How you been? Are you? Good, are you? Uh, yeah, very good, thanks. Welcome to our show. Thanks for taking your time for us. So, no problem, yeah. happy to be here. So welcome again. So hello everyone. Today we have the 2017 US Open champion Sloan Stephens with us. She's bagged seven WTA titles in her career so far and made a deep run at F4 at French Open 2018 by reaching the finals. So Sloan, uh, you had a really shaky start this year to this year's clay court season and yet you managed to find your groove at Roland Garros by reaching the quarterfinals. How did you manage to turn that around? Yeah, um, obviously Roland Garros is one of my favorite tournaments, so I was happy to, you know, get back there and play there. Um, I mean, obviously having not a great Kelly court season leading up to that was tough, but I think I managed to turn it around and happy to be in another quarterfinal and reach my eighth second round at the French Open. And how is it facing another fellow American at a Grand Slam at the quarterfinal stage? Yeah, it's always tough playing another American, but um, I think you just have to go out and compete. It, it happens obviously a lot because there's so many Americans in the top 100 and so many great players. So um, it's, you know, it's never that fun, but it's always entertaining and always a good match and good competition. And you lost a really close match to your good friend Coco Goff and she turned out to be the eventual finalist at Roland. And it was definitely a special slam for her as she graduated high school the same week and how happy are you for your success at such, such a tender age yeah i mean it's great obviously um you know she's had great results and it's all obviously a great accomplishment to graduate from high school and obviously make the french open final so um i think all in all she's had some some really special moments and i think it'll be something that she remembers for a long time yeah definitely for sure and recently on your Instagram stories, you had shared that your favorite surface is red clay. And also you went on to become the finalist in the year 2018 at French Open. But on the contrary, American tennis players, they often say that clay is not an American thing to do. How did you develop your love for Terbatu? Um, I, yeah, I don't really know who says that because a lot of Americans have done well on red clay. Um, so I don't know. I, I mean, I know a lot of us prefer red clay. We prefer the French Open. Um, myself, Maddie, Jess, Coco, Jen Brady, we all enjoy playing on red clay. So um, I don't know. I, I, I've always loved playing on the clay. I've always loved French Open. But um, yeah, I think that that's, that is definitely being turned around. Uh, since you are in love with that tournament and you really had a heartbreaking loss in the year 2018 to another great player Simona Halep but do you think like in your career you can pull that title off um I would hope so um I mean it's my favorite tournament obviously besides the U.S. Open and um I would love to win the French Open and just retire one day that would be very nice so uh Talking, rolling into the grass season. Tell us about your this year's Wimbledon preparations. Uh, we got to know that you will be just playing bad Hamburg tournament in uh, Germany. And will you be playing any other events before the big tournament in London? 
No, just playing Bad Homburg and then going to London for Wimbledon. Um, yeah, that I'm just going to play the warm up and then get ready to play the slam. All right. And moving on, talking about Iga Swiatek, she has been a sensation over the past few months, and she just tied with Venus Williams' 35 consecutive match-winning streak at the French Open. With consistent players like Iga coming up, how tough has the competition on the WTA tour has evolved over the years? Yeah, I think obviously it's super competitive. What Iga's done is incredible, um, but. I think obviously there's a lot of up and coming players. There's a lot of space. Um, obviously, coming out of COVID, the rankings are a bit different. Um, some people have had better results than others. So I think it'll all even out. But um, those up and coming players are definitely making their way up the rankings. And who has been the toughest opponent so far in your career? Um, I guess probably Venus or Serena. Uh, absolutely no doubt on that and uh, moving on recently you collaborated with Shakyolin for uh, the icy hot products alongside two another athletes rose level and darren waller how has the collaboration been like and what difference have the products made in your day to day life yeah the collaboration's been great obviously i play an individual sport so being able to be on Icy Hot Squad has been super cool. Um, obviously, with Shaq and Darren and Rose, um, all incredible athletes. And I think, obviously, everyone knows that Icy Hot's a, a household brand that you kind of that I've grown up using. So um, for recovery and you know for pain, it's always been a go-to for me. So it's nice to be able to collaborate with a brand that I actually truly love and genuinely love using, um, and then to be affiliated with you know the other team members is super awesome just because they're incredible in their own fields and um it's always nice to bring athletes together and it's cool what ICOT is doing obviously yeah nice to know that you're really happy with those products and tell us something about Shaq he's not just an NBA star but also an affluent businessman uh have you sought any kind of advice from him related to business and since you have your own uh, collaborations and projects Um, I haven't yeah, gotten been... business advice from Shaq, but obviously Shaq is incredible. He's done so much on the court and off the court. Um, he really, truly is a businessman. And I think even more importantly, he gives back. And I think especially like today, them, you know, him doing the comeback courts with Icy Hot, um, being able to put new courts up across the country to be able to encourage kids to play basketball and get out and be more active. Um, is something that I think we can all look up to, but Shaq has done it so well and so gracefully, and he's been such a well-rounded athlete and person and businessman and entrepreneur, and I think it's something we can all look up to. Yeah, sure, definitely. And also, we have heard many real-life stories about him from people, how helpful he has been, how charitable he has been towards common people. Uh, you, of course, you have your own foundation as well, How important a role does charity play in your life? And have you looked up to Shaq and his worth in this field? 
Yeah, obviously I love giving back. I love being able to support the game of tennis. Obviously tennis has given me so much in my life. So it's only right to give back and give that experience to someone who, you know, someone else who normally wouldn't have that experience and be able to play tennis and learn the game. Um, Obviously Shaq has done that amazing over his career, um, being able to implement basketball and new courts and new things all over the country um, for the betterment of others and for kids has been incredible and it's definitely something we can all look up to. And it's been almost a decade since you started your own foundation. I believe you were just 19 years old back then. What was your prime motivation behind such a huge step at such a tender age? Yeah, next year is our 10 year anniversary, which is awesome. Um, But no, I just, I really love giving back. And obviously, like I said, tennis has given me so much in my life and I really wanted to give that opportunity to someone else to be able to enjoy the game and the sport as much as I have. Um, Growing up, I I thought it was, you know, the, well, I still think it's the best thing ever. And it's such a lifelong sport and being able to, you know, in communities where tennis isn't very popular, being able to bring it to communities and and to kids who would never really play tennis. Obviously, tennis is a really hard interest. Sport. So being able to provide a court, a racket, a ball, a coach, you know, all of those things is a steps into actually getting, you know, to a court and hitting a ball. And I think being able to uh, give kids the opportunity to do that is, is really important. So that's the main reason why I started the foundation. Yeah. So in the near future, can we expect anyone from your foundation on the WTR or the ATP tour? In the near future, can you see someone? Um, I don't know if in the near future. They're all pretty young still, um, Mm -hmm. but definitely some college graduates, um, college attendees, um, and some kids playing on their high school teams that are, you know, that just have picked up a racket with us and been able to make their their high school team or their college team. That's been, you know, most of our success stories. But um, maybe one day you'll see on the ATP or the BTA. Mm -hmm. That's pretty nice to know that. Uh, so moving on, uh, players like Naomi Osaka, Bianca, and Rescue, they have been pretty vocal about their mental health. And also they have taken time off their professional careers to focus on it. How strongly you feel for athletes uh, to prioritize their mental health? And also you were part of the discussion at the White House Roundtable in February this year. So at what point in your playing career you considered it to be a priority? Um, I mean, I've, I've, my, well, my mom's a psychologist, so I grew up always, um, you know, focusing on my mental health and my physical well-being and just how I'm feeling. And um, I think obviously being, living in a house with a psychologist is, <laughs> I, I feel like I, I've always had to be more aware. Um, And so being a professional athlete on top of that, um, I think awareness is really important just because you have to know, you know, how you're feeling. You have to be able to identify it. You have to identify nerves and, you know, when you're just feeling overwhelmed. And I think my whole career, my life, I've, I've tried to be very aware and try to isolate, you know, how I'm feeling. Um, So I think it's an important and it's a good thing that now, you know, professional athletes are, you know, more interested in taking care of themselves and understanding, you know, what they need um, all around as a whole. 
And also Iga Shwiontek, she has been traveling with a psychologist for a long time now. And recently, Onsteber, she started off in Madrid and Rome. She was traveling with her psychologist. And how, since your mother is a psychologist herself, so how important has she been in your entire journey as a tennis professional? Yeah, she's been great, obviously. I prefer her just to be in the role of mom. So, um that's you know she's been a great mom a great mom figure a good a good tennis mom I would say um but obviously has helped me in a a lot of different ways she was a swimmer which was great and so she knows what it's like to be competitive and has been super understanding so that's been a really nice um thing to have yeah that's that's nice to know and moving on uh your goals for the rest of the season uh what are they like concretely? Can you please tell us? Um, concretely? Um, no, just to finish out the mm-hmm. season injury free and, you know, get back into the top 20, hopefully, and get my ranking up and mm-hmm. eat hard, obviously have a good U.S. Open series. And So since you talked about the U.S. Open, you have won there in the year 2017 by defeating your really good friend, Madison Keys. And you have had like really good memories in that tournament and definitely it's a home slam for you. How excited and how important is it for you to perform well at the USO? Um, Obviously being an American playing at the US Open is obviously one of the best things ever. So um, it's always been important to perform there and play well there and and have good US Open. So um, really happy that I and pleased that I was able to win there and um, yeah, always wanting to have good performances there and good results there. So yeah, it's something we work to every year. All right. Thank you so much, Sloan, for your time. And we wish you good luck for Wimbledon and the rest of the season. Okay, thank you. Bye, have a a nice day, bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Aliu. Thank you, Sloan. Thank you, Aliu.